Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. There is an affordability crisis in Canada when it comes to finding a place to live. Uh, And after a cooling of the real estate market because of higher interest rates and a bunch of other things, sales seem to be even bouncing back a bit. Judging by the March numbers, uh, especially in the big cities, real estate is holding steady. So much for any relief for those trying to get into the market for the first time, and especially those trying to find a place to rent. So what's the answer? That's a big question, but one person believes he has a great solution for some, and he's hoping it will soon become available to more people. And that's co-op housing. Tim Ross is executive director of the Cooperative Housing Federation of Canada, also known as the CHF. And Tim Ross is with us. Thanks, Tim, for being here. Hey, Martin. Uh, Thanks for the invitation to be here. And co-op housing, it's one of those things that I've known about for a really long time. Uh, I know people who live in co-op housing, but I think, like a lot of people, if I was pressed, I'm not sure I could really explain it. So let's start by you defining co-op housing, what it is, how does it work? Oh, that's a great uh, way to start. So a lot of people in Canada know that you can uh, rent or you can buy. You can rent a home or you can buy a home. Uh, but uh, that's becoming increasingly a challenge for uh, for a lot of folks. Um, the experience of renting uh, is uh, really uh, more and more unstable due to a lack of choice and affordability and a lack of security of tenure. And, uh, you know, if you're trying to if you're a first time home buyer, the, the cost of uh, entering the market is increasingly out of reach. So we like to uh, 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 highlight the fact that there is a third option in Canada, and that's living in cooperative housing, uh, where uh, you become uh, a member. Uh, as a member, you are uh, a joint owner in the cooperative. You pay uh, housing charges on a monthly basis. Um, you follow some uh, bylaws, and uh, you have uh, the... Uh, the right of occupancy, a very uh, stable uh, form of housing uh, with great connections to uh, neighbors and community. So really, co-op housing is uh, uh, looks a lot like renting. Um, it can feel like owning in terms of the choice uh, of housing typologies. Uh, and uh, uh, but it's uh, it's a lot more attainable and it's a lot more stable than what's being experienced on the renting and home ownership market uh, right now in Canada. So are you building up equity as you live in the co-op house, the home? When you leave, do you leave with some equity in that? There's a couple forms of cooperative housing in Canada. The the majority of housing co-ops in Canada and the co-ops that my association represents are not for profit continuing housing cooperatives. So the, uh, uh, you, uh, you, the, the, the price you pay to enter the housing cooperative, um, is, is very nominal. Um, you, you do not build up equity in, uh, as you live in the housing cooperative, but the benefit you do have is you have a form of housing that's a lot more affordable than renting or owning on the market. You have, Great, greater security of tenure compared to what you might experience uh, on the on the renters market, uh, 
Right. And you've got a, you've got a really uh, you've got a really great community too, a really great and supportive community as well. You actually know your neighbors, and uh, you can support one another. Um, so you get these benefits. What you what you don't necessarily get is uh, uh, is uh, any any accrual of equity uh, in uh, in in uh, co op housing. The cost of entry is very low. Uh, you've got these other benefits, and you also don't have all the other headaches of home ownership uh, um, because uh, the uh, the maintenance and property management is uh, often uh, professionally done and, and and hired by the cooperative itself. And do the do the rents increase at a at a certain level? And uh, do, does it just kind of go along with inflation? Well, actually, that's a really interesting question. Um, the uh, we recently did a study on the cost of living in a co-op home in Canada uh, across several Canadian cities. And what we found was that the, um, the cost of living increases in terms of what it costs to live in a housing cooperative, um, it rises much more slowly compared to uh, market rental housing, comparably aged market rental housing. So over a, um, uh, it, it was a, uh, and, and, and the co-op housing is more affordable than comparably aged private rental housing buildings. So, um, so today, on average, uh, in this study group that we uh, that we uh, that we looked at, the cost of living in a co-op home is about four hundred to five hundred dollars less per month on average uh, across these cities. So, you add that up over a year, that's a that's a good amount of savings for households. If you can afford to save that in the first place, mm-hmm. and a lot of people unfortunately uh, uh, can't, uh, they they don't have that income or that stability in their lives. So so this makes a lot this makes a big difference, and it's a much more accessible form of housing. Okay, well you've sold me, so now I want to find a, a co op rental uh, in whatever city I'm in in Canada. What's the process? Is there are there long waiting lists? That is the downside uh, currently, Martin. The uh, uh, co-ops are a pretty small part mm-hmm. of the Canadian housing market, uh, actually less than 1% of the Canadian housing market. Though uh, in, in most cities, you do find some, uh, some housing co-ops. Uh, some, in some cities have a lot more housing co-ops. Uh, um, because they're such an affordable and, and stable and community-connected way of living, um, People move in and, and and often it meets their needs for their whole lives. Um, uh, so we don't see a whole lot of turnover or vacancy in the existing uh, in the existing portfolio of housing co-ops in Canada. Wait lists are pretty long, uh, but uh, but uh, um, we that uh, it, it, it's uh, still possible to move into a co-op. There are vacancies. Um, you you uh, you can go on our website to actually look up. Where co-ops are all across the country, um, and uh, and uh, co-ops market their vacancies just like um, other um, just like other uh, apartments or or homes. They they often use sites like uh, Marketplace or Kijiji or or other places to market their vacancies. Right. So, are there waiting lists? Is it a good idea to to go to the uh, Co-op Housing Federation of Canada website and start uh, signing up for waiting lists? 
You can you can go on our website and you can see where co-ops are located, so you know them by name, and 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 you can look up those co-ops to see if they have any vacancies. Um, but uh, a lot of co-ops they uh, they've closed their waiting list because uh, because um, their uh, the the wait is just so long. In some cases, it can be uh, five, even uh, I've seen up to ten years. Um, so some co-ops are keeping their waiting list open. What we really need to do is uh, maybe stop. Um, uh, you know, the, the conversation about wait lists is really important, but the question is, well, why don't we have more housing cooperatives and how can we build more housing cooperatives in Canada? Mm. Um, that is the best way to address the wait list that we see in, in housing cooperatives today. And, uh, uh, for that, we really need to look at a broader policy response in terms of, of um, uh, making sure that there's more, uh, co-op housing in Canada and more affordability and choice in the in the market. Whether you're looking to rent or own a home, the situation right now in Canada is really becoming quite untenable. Yeah, and we just had the national budget, and uh, it was all about uh, housing and making housing affordable for Canadians and available for Canadians. Are you happy with what was in that when it comes to co-op housing? Well, I'm actually quite concerned about this, uh, the, this recent budget. Uh, for a budget that's really focused on cost of living issues, it really missed the mark on addressing the biggest line item in everybody's household budget. And, it, and that's the cost of, uh, of, of paying for your housing. Um, the, the narrative in the budget did a great job of diagnosing the, the problem. But the measures in the budget really don't go far enough to tackle the issues. Uh, and this was quite disappointing because we have seen successive federal budgets over the last few years um, invest more robustly in uh, affordable housing and recognizing housing as a national issue and a national crisis that requires uh, a significant attention. But this uh, this budget it actually didn't go very far on um, on housing measures. Tim, I want to talk to you about the lifestyle that comes with co-op housing. You you kind of touched on it that it, it was very community based. And one thing I'm I'm really interested in are new ideas for uh, living, especially older Canadians and. Uh, and there, there are more cooperative, uh, community-based sort of uh, environments where people are sharing houses who aren't in the same family. And uh, what do you see as the future of community living as it connects to co-op housing? Oh, well, hey, that's a great question too. The the uh, uh, the reality is the cost of social isolation. Um, no matter your demographic, but particularly among aging Canadians, the cost of social isolation is really high. Um, social, social isolation leads to, um, really, uh, worse health outcomes. And, uh, and this can be mitigated by, uh, really concentrating on better forms of housing and building more intentional communities. And this is something that co-op housing does. Uh, very well. In, in a co-op, you're not, um, you're not a tenant. Um, you're a member. Uh, you're a member owner of the cooperative, uh, of the cooperative. And, uh, you need to, to, to work with your community. You need to work with your, uh, your neighbors to, uh, make sure that you're electing a really strong board of directors to oversee, uh, the, uh, uh, the administration of the cooperative. Um, and uh, co-ops also create lots of really great informal social 
networks. We we found during the pandemic that uh, members were uh, were there for each other, um, helping seniors uh, get uh, uh, make sure that they were getting the groceries that they needed when grocery store lineups were uh, winding around the block. Uh, um, that there was a childcare in place for essential workers so that they could go and continue to their to do their job as childcare options were uh, childcare spaces were closed. Co-ops really rallied, and uh, neighbors um, really look after each other in housing cooperatives, and uh, that makes it a great option for. Uh, for aging Canadians, because uh, it really does mitigate the uh, that risk of social isolation, which has really, um, uh, really costly and devastating health outcomes. Yeah, and I think that's one of the issues that's so important, but kind of gets lost in the conversation because everybody's talking about how unaffordable it is. So that's mm-hmm. obviously the big elephant in the room, but it's, it's the conditions that people are living in the social isolation. And I guess this could, can help that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, the, the cost of living situation and the high cost of housing is certainly what catches people's attention and brings people to, uh, to cooperative housing, but people stay because of the security of tenure. So the stability that co-ops have to offer, um, and the community as well. Um, and, uh, so, so it's really a well-rounded housing option in that it includes three of those really essential, um, uh, it meets three really essential needs that, that many people are struggling to find. Can I find a place that's affordable enough for me? Uh, can I, uh, is it going to be stable? Um, can I live, can I put down roots here? Um, am I at risk of being renovicted or demovicted or, um, or, or having a change of ownership in this place that I'm renting? Um, no, you, you, co-ops are very stable. You have really strong security of tenure. And then you also have the community aspect of, as well of, uh, of, uh, neighbors supporting neighbors and uh, working together to make, uh, the co-op the best community possible. How long have housing co-ops been in Canada? I, I'm just guessing, I'm pr- I could be wrong on this, that it's it's a concept that was invented in somewhere in Europe or something. But um, where was it invented, the, the concept, and how long has it been in Canada? Well, I would say the principles and value of cooperation are pretty fundamental to human society. And these values exist uh, across uh, across many worldviews, cultures, and traditions. Uh, so I wouldn't want to ascribe uh, the uh, invention of uh, cooperative business to uh, one place or one culture or one time. Uh, but, but in terms of the uh, uh, housing cooperatives in Canada, um, uh, uh, a lot of cooperatives started as, as builder cooperatives. You have the, uh, uh, the Anna Ganesh movement in, in Nova Scotia. Uh, and uh, the student cooperatives um, going back, uh, you know, well over uh, 100 years. Um, and, and then more recently, um, we saw the emergence and a big boom around multi-unit, uh, multi-unit residential family cooperatives. And, and uh, these were really um, uh, started um, uh, by the grassroots, um, by uh, by grassroots activists, uh, but then really became more popular and scaled up as a policy response in the 70s and 80s. 
when the federal government made dedicated long-term investments to creating co-op and community housing supply. Unfortunately, these programs were cut uh, uh, in the uh, late 80s and then, and then ended altogether in the early 90s. So, um, and maybe we wouldn't have the housing crisis today that we do if the federal government uh, had continued to invest in community and cooperative housing. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 